0: You're listening to a Natural Products Insider Podcast, now on Google Play, with Sandy Almendares, Editor-in-Chief. This podcast was recorded live at Natural Products Expo West in Anaheim, California. Hi and welcome to A Healthy Insider Podcast. I am Sandy and I am on site at Natural Products Expo West and I'm super excited to be sitting here with Marcus McCauley who is the farm manager at McCauley Family Farms and he's also the founder and CEO at Four Mother Foods. Uh, so the, this new product, uh, Live Culture Picafleur Pepper Flakes, uh, won the Best New Condiment in our Nexty Awards. So, first, congratulations, Marcus. How does it feel to be a winner?
1: Thank you, Sandy. <laughs> it feels really great. Yeah, we're really excited.
0: So this is a super cool product that uh, we were very happy to uh, to celebrate. It's um, th- they're made with these peppers um, are made with a fermentation that's similar to sauerkraut and kimchi. It's through a process called lacto fermentation that uses salt and lactid- lactic acid bacteria. Um, it helps to preserve nutrients as well as this this process creates other beneficial I- ingredients, um, amino acids, uh, enzymes, short chain fatty acids vitamins etc I think I've got that right I'm yeah, not I'm not a scientist but uh, that's <laughs> that's what I gather um, the company uh, was founded in 2015 by Marcus here uh, it's the the ingredients are grown on certified organic farms uh, in Colorado. Um, so I'm really excited to, to talk about them and to get more information on, on the ideation and formulation and, and, and why, why you're offering this product. So, um, so you offer, besides for the pepper flakes, also hot sauces. Uh, but so why, of all the ingredients you could have offered, uh, why fermented hot sauces and pepper
1: flakes? Um, I love peppers. <laughs> you like the heat. <laughs> I, well, I love them and, and you know, they're beautiful. Um I I'm kind of mildly obsessed with peppers. Yeah. Enough to kind of base my life on them and my livelihood. Um peppers uh you know they're they're kind of they're a fruit that's based on enchantment, really. I mean they're yeah Okay, they, they, please they, explain <laughs> that. That sounds so romantic. Uh, well they're they they want to be bird food. Um they're beautiful bright colors to entice the birds to eat them and uh and doing so the birds spread the seeds. Mm-hmm. Right. So and that's that kind of arrangement it worked re- really well for peppers for a long time. And and peppers are spicy to try to deter mammals, but then humans come along kind of late in the game and in the evolutionary game and we fall in love with the spice mm-hmm. and then we start mm-hmm. to spread the seed far beyond the territory the birds ever did and and then that kind of that enchantment that coevolution continued and and peppers have become a part of cuisines all over the world and changed human culture and and we in turn have, have continued to adapt those peppers to you know our purposes and to our regions.
0: So do you have a favorite pepper or maybe like your top three? Favorite
1: pepper um I really I mean it's it's a it's a pervasive pepper. I love jalapenos. I mean, it's, jalapenos. It's, yeah, it's hard to be a good, really good jalapeno. Um, I really like the the Criollo I'm not agi. familiar. Yeah, it's a it's a unique species of pepper that's not that prevalent in this in this country. Mm-hmm. Um, in Central and South America, it's the ahi. Um, we we raise a variety called the criolla Seja, and it's the species is Capsicum bacatum. Mm-hmm. It's actually from Bolivia, and grows really well in, in, in Boulder, Colorado. Very actually, nice. It's got a, it's got some good heat. It's kind of like a cayenne in heat, um, maybe a little bit less than a cayenne, but it's got this kind of fruity mango flavor that's that's really unique, and that's the the pepper that's in our Boulder Soul sauce.
0: Wow, great! So I'm I'm from Phoenix, so we have I mean, there's lots of peppers, and they grow so well in our climate because it's so hot. Like, so they they actually grow well in, in Colorado as well. Yeah,
1: they do, yeah. Huh. They do. I mean, we had we've had to select particular varieties. Um, that do well where we are. I mean, green chili is a thing in Colorado for a reason. It's mm-hmm. really at the edge of the, the kind of chili trail. It's difficult to get peppers to reliably go red in Colorado to mm. ripen because of our short growing season. Mm-hmm. So we've had to select some peppers for our sriracha sauce um, that, uh, will, that will reliably grow, grow red.
0: Mm, great, yeah. great. Mm-hmm. So I mentioned at the top that you 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 were a cup at least two different hats, probably many more. But yeah. uh, how does the, your farm, the Macaulay family farm, play into the Pikafloor brand, and how do you manage
1: both? Sure. So Pikaflour was was born on our farm, um, and it it kind of came about. Uh, facing some challenges that kind of non-commodity farms face where we're not selling all of the produce or the, the crop um, for various reasons. Um, you know, you have your coals or you have things that uh, just, you know, you don't sell them in time. They're, um, you know, maybe they're not cosmetic enough. And I had a neighbor who had a couple of thousand pounds of peppers and he said, Hey, you know, if you can do something with this, you can have it. And I mixed that with my peppers and, um, and made a sauce and um and so it comes from that relationship it comes from growing peppers um on our farm and and then you know doing something with it so we we source from our farm still and we also source from from our neighbors farms mm-hmm. um there in Colorado um and so uh how do we how do we deal with the challenges of i mean there, yeah i mean there's there's some challenges um I'd say the way we do it is the people that we have. And mm-hmm. We have a great, amazing team of people who are really intrinsically motivated to do a great job, and you know, have an alignment of values of, you know, trying to trying to make a difference in the world with their with, with what they're doing. Then that, that happens on our farm, and it happens there with Pico as well.
0: So Macaulay, the farm does. It's uh, I'm sure it grows more than just peppers, right?
1: It does. Yes. We're so
0: it's a whole, a completely
1: separate business in itself. It is. Yeah. It's, um, you know, it's a regenerative farm. It's, um, it's a, it's a whole farm system it mm-hmm. integrates elements of, uh, you know, being w- where we are, um, pasture is an important element. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we, we have animals that rotate, um, holistically through our fields. We have, um, sheep, chickens, Um, and that's the basis of our fertility. Mm -hmm. Um, and then we grow vegetable crops for the fermented foods.
0: So let's talk about that fermentation process. Like what, what is it? I mean, I know I, I touched on it at the beginning, but, um, I'm sure you, you know it more in depth than I do. Uh, So what is it and why is this the superior way to, to make hot sauces and pepper flakes?
1: Yes. Um, fermentation, it creates flavor. It's kind of flavor alchemy. You have flavors from fermentation that you can't get any other way, really, and uh, and then there's these health benefits that come mm-hmm. from it. Um, hundreds or perhaps you know thousands of years ago, um, humans created the first condiments, mm-hmm. um, and they did that for flavor and for because it was a health tonic to aid in digestion. Mm-hmm. Um, and most of those were fermented. Um, your, your mustards and your, and your ketchups and your fish sauces and soy sauces and mm-hmm. pickles and srirachas, all these things were fermented. Mm-hmm. And that's not the case so much anymore. Um, and if they are fermented, then typically they're pasteurized or filled with preservatives. Mm-hmm. Um, so we are kind of bringing the life back to condiments. Mm-hmm. And we're, we're focusing on peppers and, 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 and pepper sauces right now and the chili flakes because it's uh, obviously my love of peppers, but also yeah. it's kind of a fun vehicle to get people to start to think about, you know, if their food is alive mm-hmm. and also as a fun vehicle to start to talk about regenerative agriculture.
0: Right. And you know, people are, consumers are getting more aware of the fermentation process with things like kombucha and kimchi, but uh, I, I'm not seeing it in, in hot sauces. Certainly. Elsewhere. Yeah. I mean,
1: we're ready to, you know, we're not everybody likes sauerkraut or kimchi, Right. Um, and and how much fun is taking a pill. So we're trying to bring life back to the daily meal. Yeah. Know?
0: That's yeah. C- it's fabulous. It's fabulous. So I'm sure you encountered formulation and development challenges. Like, can you go over any of those and, and how what you did to overcome them? Yeah. You
1: mean like exploding hot sauce bottles?
0: Oh, that happened? Yeah, I guess yeah, if you're like, soon. it's like creating <laughs> life that's so... It was so alive. It popped out. Yeah. Yeah.
1: (laughs) It's not the business you want to be in. You don't want to sell people explosive habits. Oh no, not at all. They can't. Yeah. (laughs) Right. And, and, and thousand year floods, Mm. um, you know, things like that on the farm level. So, um, yeah, it's been, it's been challenging. Um, and you know, we've, yeah, again, that comes back to my team. Yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. having, having dedicated resilient, caring, passionate people, that's how how we faced the challenges how
0: long did it take for the r and d process for this product
1: um yeah so that that f- i remember the i would say a year probably from first kind of uh taking these peppers and and getting them fermenting in their, their in my garage and they're mm-hmm. like you know bubbling out overflowing onto the ground mm-hmm. <laughs> People kind of pointing pointing to them like you know, what, what's going on in there? I'm like, I don't know, <laughs> but like we're don't gonna ask. Yeah. And that spring I pulled it out and I knew like when I, when I had this kind of challenge of all these peppers, I knew like fermentation, all the best foods are fermented. Mm-hmm. I'm going to ferment them and I and it, and I can do it in a low energy way. And I, I can do it quickly just get add salt like, and then figure it out later. And, um, that spring I pulled them out and, and started to do some formulations and it was, uh, it was delicious. I mean, I was <laughs> giving it to my foodie friends and my chef friends and farmer friends and they Mm -hmm. really really loved it and I knew you know that that um you know that there were that there was a need for more probiotics in people's diets and and it might be a good idea and that that next January I I went to uh to Columbia where my wife is from Mm -hmm. and um it kind of came fully formed vision from there and and that was that was four years ago
0: Awesome. Mm-hmm. That's great. Um, so what's, what's next for the Pico Floor brand band or for four mother foods? Yeah. You said right now you're focusing on the hot sauces, but mm-hmm. uh,
1: sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we're, 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 f- we're fully focused on the hot sauces. Um, we really would love to be a national brand and we have some ideas for some, for some other things mm-hmm. certainly. Um, but really when we, again, we want to bring life back to the daily meal and we want to have Picaflor soar and be a, be a national brand and, I'm um, have people really become familiar with with hot sauce being a live mm-hmm. fermented probiotic thing, um, and you know as long as we're you know our mission is to heal people on the planet with delicious food, and as long as we're doing that, then we're winning. So
0: you mentioned uh, regenerative agriculture aspect. Uh, mm-hmm. Can you talk a little bit more about how you do that, and and, sure. and what that means to you?
1: Sure. Thank you. Um, it means a lot. It means a lot um, to me personally, and it's a core part of our our mission. Regenerative ag really simply is just farming in a way that increases our kids and our and the next generation's ability to feed themselves. Thirty mm-hmm. percent of the um, farmable land in the last forty years has um, had to come out of production, um, and that's because of the way that we farmed it. And there actually mm-hmm. is a way to farm um, that increases soil fertility over mm-hmm. time and increases soil carbon over time. Um, and so that's what it's all about, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, uh, I want to be able to farm in a way that my son will, you know, be able to farm and feed mm-hmm. himself. Yeah.
0: That's great. Well, my kids, thank you too. Thank you. <laughs> uh, congratulations again on winning the Nexty award. We're super excited by the product and, um, thank you for joining me today in the podcast. Okay. Thank you, Sandy. For more award-winning podcasts from industry experts, go to insider.com and click in the podcast section. You can also find us on Apple Podcasts or Google Play by searching Healthy Insider Podcast. Hit subscribe to never miss an episode. To join the conversation about the health and nutrition industry, leave a comment on the podcast's Twitter, Facebook, or SoundCloud account.